Welcome. Good morning. Um, and who are you? Good morning, man. My name is David Beach. Okay. Um, do you have a middle name, David? Sean. Really? Uh, S-H-A-W-N. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Of the middle names, that seems like the most normal one that I think I've heard so far. <laughs> um, yeah. None have been like super out there, but most have been like, eh, I prefer people not to even. So that's, that's fair. Um, <clears throat> um, uh, so how did you get started uh, biking? Oh, man. Um, all my life, man, I've been around cycling. Uh, my yeah. dad is a cyclist. Okay. Um, he wasn't a road bike kind of guy, but he had a sweet climb mountain bike. Okay. Very light. Had it really set up nice. And um, it, it happened when um, I got a Walmart bike. Okay. Um, and my cousin and my dad had their road bikes. And yeah. um, we, you know, I, asked, I challenged them for a ride. Um, I thought I was in the best shape of my life. I said, I've been cycling two miles every day. Yeah. So I go out there and um, I'm on the highest gear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been standing pretty much the whole ride. Yeah. And about a mile into it, I I hit the wall. Yeah. <laughs> I literally gassed out. I'm on the floor laid out. And I just see my dad and my cousin just... Just keep moving. Just roll right past me. Yeah. And from there, I just knew it wasn't even about strength. Yeah. Um, it was also strategy. You mm-hmm. had to be a smart rider. Um, and I was just, at that point, wanted to get sh- fast and stronger than my dad. When when was that? When did you, when did you get this, have this Walmart bike experience? This was 2020, um, about November. Oh, 2020 of November. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and uh, so you got you got this bike. So, okay. She decided, like, hey, it's, it's not just a, just powering through it. Um, so what, what happens next? Like, when is it, when do you, when do you go away from the Walmart bike? What's the, what's the, what's the, as soon as I come back from New York. Uh, okay. So I went out there that weekend, um, you know, cause I thought I was doing something, had my Walmart bike on my car. And then I came back literally before I went home, I'm coming down Chester, you know, Iron mm-hmm. Ridge. And I see a good friend of mine, uh, Andre Campbell mm-hmm. looking like a bullet flying down Iron Bridge. Yeah. Man, so for about ten seconds, I slowed down and just watched this dude. Yeah, because I was this was the first time I've ever seen this. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I've been in Richmond, but I just never been in the cycling area. Mm-hmm. I just played ball. Yeah, I drove in front of him and I stopped, and I I asked him could he stop. He stopped. I walked up to him. I said, "Man, can you please get me involved in this? Yeah. I want to do what you're doing." Yeah, and that literally was it right there. That was literally <laughs> it. You saw okay, so you saw Andre. Once again, I need to, to get on the show to the third person who's, who's brought him up. Shout um, out to Andre, man. Um, so you see him riding, and then you you get more motivated. You see you see him. You see another brother out riding. Um, do you then like when's it, when's a trip to the bike shop? When does that happen? When is that trip to the bike shop to like actually start looking at bikes? Met Andre Sunday. Okay, uh, he invited me out. Tuesday to our training route, which is uh, West Creek. Okay, came out to West Creek. Okay. Um, when I went out there to West Creek, had the OGs out there, man. I had Chris okay. Clark out there, mm-hmm. uh, Clarence, uh, my man Jeff, mm-hmm. and Dre was there. So we had four hitters. Yeah. And I'm coming out there again, yeah. thinking I'm strong. Yeah. I'm young. I'm a little lighter than them. I should be able to do it. We pull out, mm-hmm. and um, I'm doing the same thing. But now I'm on the Klein bike. 
Mm -hmm. My dad let me get the Klein bike. Okay. Wait, but this is the... You say this is the mountain bike, though. Correct. Okay. Correct. But it was a very light mountain bike. So I'm thinking I'm with these guys. And um, (laughs) they let me roll out. They let me pull. They they let me pull to see what I was going to (laughs) do. And about almost a mile in, I was with them. And then... That was it. Yeah. You could, um, couldn't, couldn't maintain with them. Nah. And that day we did a, well, they did a total of, uh, I want to say 30. Okay. They did about 30. So they did a lot of laps. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it was I kept going. Okay. Nice. Um, when they kept lapping me. Yeah. They kept, would be. Kept, 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 kept rolling. I, and they okay. would be, so, like, they would ride past me. Go work, Beach. Go work, Dave. Keep going. Yeah. Um, when I finally got back. <laughs> yeah. Maybe about 40, 30 minutes after them, they were yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, they were still in the parking lot awesome. and they okay. waited for me. And um, they immediately told me right there, they was like, yo, man, you got to get a road bike. <laughs> <laughs> that was Tuesday. That was on Tuesday. And okay. um, Thursday was the next West Creek training that we had. Mm-hmm. It was Tuesdays and Thursdays at that time. Mm-hmm. I came back Thursday mm-hmm. with a Fuji carbon, okay. uh, 56 inch Fuji Carbon, man. My first road bike. Still have a... Mm-hmm. And I kept up. Yeah, right. But they slowed down to okay, my favorite. Okay. They didn't roll how they usually roll. Okay. They kept me there. Okay. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, that was my my experience with my first road bike, man. Okay. Really awesome. Um, did you get the... Did you go to the store? To, did you go... The only Fuji deal I thought was nearby was Performance, and they weren't there. So you bought it from somebody, I guess. Uh, uh, Facebook Marketplace. Okay. Okay. Um. Uh, my good buddy Micah, shout okay. out to Micah, shout yeah. out to Molly's. Yeah, um, they really helped me. Um, when I went in there with my client, they just asked me what I was trying to do. Yeah, um, Micah was letting me know at the time it was such a backup, and they only had mountain bikes. Yeah, him and Kendall literally got on the computer with me, and just everything that I said I wanted, color. Yeah, uh, everything. They just helped me find it, and then we found it. I went right out there and got it. Right. Okay. Nice. Okay. Yep. Yeah, that is, that's, that's, and that was, um, uh, November, November, mm-hmm. 2020. Okay. Um, so you go out and get a bike and that was like during the height of bike shortage, you know? Um, so you, you got a bike, you went out there, rode West Creek. Um, so what was the, what was the, what was the idea then? You did the West Creek ride. You, you know, you kept up, mm-hmm. right. You kept up, um, with the group. Um, what was, what was next? Like, did you like. I'm gonna start training, or I'm just like, I'm gonna just show up for the Wolfpack rides, right? You just, I'm gonna just keep showing up for these. Like, what was that? What was the next move once you, you know, you had that West Creek ride and you like, I can hang? The next challenge was honestly, which it shouldn't have been, um, a metric. I wanted to do a metric and then I wanted to do a century. I don't know why. Wait, okay, but that was like, okay, so you, you did, um, you did the West Creek ride with the yeah. mountain bike. With the with the the climb, the well set up climb, yep. and um, you know you did a few laps, you know forty whatever, however distance there. Then you came back, you did the like thirty or something, mm-hmm. right? It's like twenty five or thirty the second time, and then you set a goal of like I want to do a metric. Okay, cool. All right, um, and that was because I started watching YouTube. I started yeah. watching Legion. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I was I just became like super motivated at yeah. that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, it is, um, it is motivating seeing people that, that look like you do right doing it. So, so that I can understand. Cause I've also seen Legion and it is 
motivating to see the, the attention that they're getting, you know, kind of thing. Um, so I'm glad that they, you know, they gave you some motivation. <laughs> However, like, you know, YouTube, you, you know, get people out of line. But but I'm glad you got some, some motivation from, <laughs> right. from seeing, you know, seeing Legion doing their thing because they've been getting a lot of notoriety for the riding and the team building that they're doing. Right. Um, so you go out and ride. You start you start riding. Um, when did the metric happen? How long how long did it take you to get to the metric? Uh, two weeks long? after. Oh, really? Okay. Two weeks after. Um, within that time frame, I completely stopped playing basketball. Um, <laughs> yeah. You drank deeply do, of the punch. Okay. I couldn't do, I mean, I had that bug. I had that itch. Yeah. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't do everything. I couldn't play ball. I couldn't work out and cycle. And I was just more interested in, after investing into this sport, mm -hmm. of learning yeah, right, the yeah, sport. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I did, I started gradually doing, you know, 10 miles right on Iron Bridge or I would do the airport lap in Chester, or I would go to Petersburg and do the Petersburg Park. So I would start getting used to the 10, mm -hmm. 15, 20 miles and kept going to the West Creek rides. Mm -hmm. Kept okay. going to those and kept just feeling more confident from the team, just being supportive and speaking positive affirmations to me. Okay. And um, I don't know the exact date in uh, December, but it was early December I did my metric. Okay. And um, the end of the year, right before New Year's, um, I did my first century in about, I want to say 25 degree weather. Um, it was about, I mean, it was me, uh, Dr. Pam, mm -hmm. uh, Kenny, Lynn, Andre, um, just good people there. Yeah. And, um, it started bad. Yeah. Yeah. It started really rough. I was not prepared. I was overdressed. Yeah. I had so much on. I had a book bag with water. With the straw, <laughs> food like pop tarts and oh, M and M's and yeah, looking crazy. Um, about five miles into it, yeah. we on the trail. I fall into some cold water, so half of my body is cold. Oh, five miles oh in. Oh my god! Okay. Um, but I fought it out. Yeah, I fought it out. Um, and shout out to everybody that was there that just kept pushing me to keep going. Yeah. On the way back, though, uh, the last 10 miles, mm -hmm. I was done. Yeah. I was done with the sport. <laughs> <laughs> I was done with the bike. I was done with these people around me. And I met my current trainer and a mentor to me, mm -hmm. um, Sylvester. Most people know him as Sly. Okay. Um, and he helped me finish, like literally pushed me the last miles. Yeah. And um, I didn't want to let him push me at first because, you know, mm -hmm. my pride. And I'm like, man, don't touch me. You know, I got it. He like, hey, look, I just wanted to let you know, you may not know, but even the pros need mm -hmm. a push. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, mm -hmm. a trust was built from those 10 miles, man. Yeah. And we here. So uh, congratulations on the century. Thank uh, you. <laughs> right. Is this the start there? Yeah. Um, so uh, one that is a I don't call it a huge accomplishment, but that is like in in like a a five week time frame, roughly maybe six weeks, right? You start riding in November, and to like do a metric and a century, which clearly indicates you weren't a couch potato before. You were doing the fitness and, and everything like beforehand, so you Absolutely. weren't a couch potato. Mm -hmm. But there's still a bit of there's saddle time. And I'm sure you know now, like, your ass feels better in the saddle now than it did after those some of those first rides. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
that muscle had to be grown. Right, yeah. Yeah, I would never use that muscle in my life. There's no workout or anything with basketball. Nothing prepares you for that, man. Down to riding itself. You know, I've always been trained um, with basketball. It's always about first step. Mm-hmm. Or bounce. Yeah. With cycling, none of that matters. Your first mm-hmm. pedal don't matter. Mm-hmm. It's about the consistency, and I had to mm-hmm. readjust everything. That is that is true. Yeah, it is. It is a lot of pacing. It's mm-hmm. a lot of pacing when it comes to riding, particularly if you start hitting those really long distances or any distance really, but particularly so in those longer rides, the metrics, the centuries, the longer than that, um, kind of thing. Um, but that is that is a huge accomplishment to go from, you know. Um, not riding at all, you know, to riding with a group, completing a metric, completing a century, like within that short time frame. So, so congratulations on, on doing on doing that, man. Um, um, okay. So, what's it? So, so I should just cover like clearly, that's not the norm. Most people, it's a it's a vastly gradual kind of thing to getting into doing it alone. Um, what were you doing before? Like, were you? What's the routine? I know you do. You're into fitness now, or were, or are, continue to be. So what's the, like? What was the routine before? Were you were you running? I know you mentioned playing ball. Like what's how are you staying healthy prior to the riding? That way that when you hit the riding ramp, you went way up the ramp real quick. Um, prior to cycling, I was just a basketball player. I okay. played high school basketball. I played community college basketball. Okay. I played in a lot of organizations. Okay. And um, that's really what I was doing. Okay. Um, I did notice though that I was becoming a lot stocky. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom started teasing me about my man boobs. Uh, she started playing with my my chin, and I got tired of my mom doing it. And um, okay, I started working out. Um, okay. I met this brother um, from Brooklyn. Um, he goes by Rip, right? Okay. And he uh, does calisthenics. Okay. Um, so I combined his working out with the calisthenics cause I wasn't really trying to do weights. I'm short. Yeah. So I just wanted to tone. Yeah. So I did the calisthenics and incorporated that with basketball in the afternoon and just came over to schedule during the week and it's just started working for me. Okay. And I start eating better too. Okay. Mm. I did start eating better. I will say that, which was hard. Yeah. It was hard, but you have to make sacrifices in order to get to where you want to get to and putting down soda or stop eating fast foods. No brainer. Okay. No brainer. Um, I won't ask about it too much, but I'll ask like, what's a, what's something you miss? Like now that you're, you're eating healthier, which is Edamins donuts. Really? Edamins chocolate donuts, the white and blue box. I miss you so much, (laughs) but I can't be with you. (laughs) (laughs) You know, um, (gasps) There's, there's, there is all for, for those who have like made healthier food choices, right? I feel there's always a, 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 there's something that they're like, I wish I could go back to, but like you said, you can't date that. You can't, you can't go back to it. So I thought I'd ask, but I won't ask too much that way. You don't like you know, have that. Right. right yeah. Let's just move on. <laughs> I'm seeing donuts. <laughs> um, but anyway, I'm, I, I'm glad you made those, those healthier choices. Thank you. Um, you know, and, and of course it will improve your life make you lighter, ride faster, all the good stuff. Um, uh, so, uh, back into, to the riding, you, um, you do that century and that's, um, late 2020, early 2021, right. Um, that you do this ride. Um, 
what was like, what's next? Like you hit those goals, like you hit those goals quick, you know, like what happened, what happened next? Like you just, you're still, you're still riding with Wolfpack. Absolutely. So like, what's the, what's next? Cause you started racing. Like yeah. what was it? What was the thought there of like, like, did you find that you were enjoying being on the bike and, and, and riding with the group and just like riding, you know, riding period or were you enjoying like i'm fast like what's where would where do you find that you're enjoying that or at least where you started enjoying it kind of um i honestly um during this whole time period that i'm expressing um was actually just got out of a breakup okay which was my uh longest relationship i was in an eight-year relationship okay and um i was hurt so i was you know i'm out here um that's who i initially came out here with and unfortunately we separated and instead of finding someone, mm -hmm. I felt like I found something, yeah. which was the bike. Yeah. The bike didn't move unless I helped it move. The bike gave me pain. Yeah. Okay. Um, challenged me. Um, it just put me in another, it's just in a very good, peaceful place. Mm -hmm. um, I can get on my bike because I was going through something. I can get on my bike because I was trying to accomplish something. But I just kept getting on my bike. And yeah. I didn't realize how much I was riding until yeah. people started saying, yo, this, who, what, yeah. who is this kid? kid? Yeah, yeah, who is this kid? This kid is doing centuries, metrics. Yeah. He's riding with certain people. Yeah. And um, I just start listening I just start listening. So it, it kind of changed for me from just being something that was therapeutic mm -hmm. to becoming something that was a necessity. Okay. Um, I felt like I, I just loved being on the bike. I love being on my bike. Yeah. So it wasn't about the speed. Mm -hmm. It wasn't about the business. For me at that time, it was about having people around me. Yeah. Um, having something to occupy my mind. Yeah. And it just, everything just went towards racing after a while. Um, okay. <laughs> that's just how it went, okay. man. Um, uh, sorry you had to go through the uncomfortable moment. Not a problem. Here, right? Not a problem. Um, not saying you should be fishing right now, but there are other fish in the sea. Absolutely. And that's, that's, a, that's what I will say on that matter. But, um, yeah, you're, um, you're not alone in regards to, you know, finding cycling and, and, and people finding that like, I don't say it like occupies your time and allows you to not dwell on other things. So like, this is awesome. Like I'm just doing this thing and I'm enjoying this. And, and I, and, and it's just, you know, a positive thing to be doing all the time kind of thing. Um, so you're, you're, you're not, you're not alone in that. Now you start racing, which is kind of just happens. Apparently mm -hmm. do you, cause I know Brian Park, Right. Mm -hmm. Was that the first one or where'd you, where, what was like, when did you, I guess, when was the thought of like, I feel comfortable enough going to a race kind of thing? Like, what do you remember a moment of like, you know what, I'm going to do this after a couple mashups. Okay. Going out there to ride in Maryland. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I was everywhere last year. Yeah. Uh, anybody that know me know I was the road trip king. Yeah. So going to all these different events where all of these cyclists are trying to push themselves to their max. Yeah. And I noticed that I was like in the front finishing. Yeah. yeah. I just start feeling more confident. Okay. Um, you know, I just had people here that was saying, just try it, just try it, just try it. And um, yes, Brian Park was my first official 
race yeah. with my race license. Okay, right. But, you, but my you... first official race was in Haynes Point. Okay. In D.C. Okay. Against a good friend of mine named Edgar. Okay. Uh, he rides for a group called Come Get Your Bike On, which is in D.C. Shout out to Come Get Your Bike mm-hmm. On. And um, when I went out there and rode, he outdid me. Yeah. Um, when we not the race, but prior to that, I mean, he just outdid me. Yeah. And you know, my pride kicked in. Ego started kicking in. Start came back here, told my my team what was going on. Yeah. Especially my man Jeff. Man, Jeff started getting me ready. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff started getting me ready. Um, he started pulling me out. Started telling me to come to his house and get on the bike and ride. And yeah. You know, Jeff is a good, strong rider, and he definitely yeah. helped mm-hmm. me um, a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, I challenged the guy. I challenged him. I went on the internet right with, in Molly's bike shop. You know, Micah gassed me up, pumped me up. <laughs> That's what Micah... Yeah, I can and see I, him doing it. <laughs> and um, two weeks later, I went out there, mm-hmm. and I won. Yeah. I went out there by myself. I had my Wolfpack kit on. Yeah. He had his, his whole group out there. They had... Board signs, what? cameras, okay. trying to bet, and man, it was it was exactly what I was supposed to do. I just stood behind him the whole ride, yeah. And then the last couple of miles, mm-hmm. I just hit it. Yeah, I hit it enough just to see what he had. Yeah, and he came behind me. Then mm-hmm. I hit it again to see what he had, mm-hmm. and he kind of slowly came up. Mm-hmm. And then when I noticed there was like a a difference in the how he came, yeah. I just gave him my all at that point. We on the we on the last point three anyway. Yeah, yeah. And I I won. And I from there my <laughs> I've been sky high. Just, yeah. Just loving it and just trying to compete with everybody. Okay. Um. So you challenged this guy to 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 a race. So so you were you were traveling for for rides. You were were you just like going to events like. Prior to, you know, as you started riding, were you just, like, going to events in different places? Or were you just, like, meeting different cycling groups? Or, like, how were you, like, traveling to go ride kind of thing? First thing I did was um, I joined a group on Facebook called uh, the Black Cyclist Community. Mm-hmm. Um, and start uh, seeing a lot of different people putting their ads out for their groups. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't have any sponsor or anything, so everything for me was out of pocket. And um, I would make sure that, you know, I budgeted my money on a weekly basis to make sure I had gas, food, mm-hmm. stay. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I literally just went everywhere. At this time, Wolfpack was in the rebuild phase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we was, you know, rebuilding it, trying to put it out there, new jerseys, new logo, new everything. Yeah. And I'm more of a guy that hits the ground. I'm, I'm not, I mean, I'm good with the internet. I'm yeah. good with behind the scenes, but I'm more of a on the ground, hit the ground kind of guy. Okay. And uh, I wore that jersey more than I wore anything last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wore that jersey proud to this day. Um, mm-hmm. And I went everywhere and just asked people to follow Wolfpack, followed them back, yeah. took as much pictures as I could, took yeah. as much videos as I could. Yeah. Um, and from there, I just built a community around me of people that just, you know, like the same thing that I like and believe in me too. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I understand that. I understand that 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 one to go being somewhere else and making sure you represent your group. Yeah. You know? So 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 I understand it and I and I and I feel that um, I would wear my rabbit kit proudly to the events that when I would go to to different places. Um, right. You know. So I understand and I'm sure Wolfpack appreciates that. Um, you know, you represent the group. You know, in different places. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
you start doing all this riding, you you get this competitive, you know, spirit, you know, decide to start racing. You show up this Bryant Park race. Oh yeah. Was it what you expected? You know, when you show up this this Bryant Park race. No. Okay. Never been at a race in my life. Never okay. been in an environment of a race in my life. Okay. So when I'm walking in, I'm seeing guys looking like they're racing on a trainer. Mm-hmm. Like, why is he going so hard? He's not even racing right now. Mm-hmm. My trainer told me it was to get his heart rate going. Mm-hmm. I've just learned so much during it. But um, luckily during that race, um, my friend Kai and Micah was both involved in the race. Mm-hmm. So when I pulled up to the line, it was a little more comfortable. Okay, right. Um, you knew some, some familiar faces, yeah. Michael looked back at me. He seen, I, I guess he could tell. And he was just like, you know, like, yeah. calm down. Yeah. I calmed down, got behind the familiar wheel during the ride. Yeah. Did great, man. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. at the end of the ride, there was a huge wreck involving him where he actually broke his bike in half. Okay. Micah? Micah. Okay. Micah did yeah. a front flip. Yeah. And broke his bike in half. Um at that time, I I literally skid out, right? Mm-hmm. I wasn't really thinking about the race. I didn't know how I was supposed to go, if you was supposed to keep going. And yeah. I just knew that my buddy was hurt. Yeah. So I skid out and immediately ran to him. Yeah. Um, I would have say I would have finished. I know I was top 10. Okay. Because I know Michael was top five. Okay. Um. But once I seen him heart hurt, man, I, I just went to that and Right. I mean, That's I learned so much about the racing just from that accidents, right. yeah, uh, warm ups. Um, when people have like, um, you know, their team there, their support systems, yeah. I learned a lot about it. I I became addicted. Okay, As I started going to more cycling events than I was going to the clubs. <laughs> I, my Friday nights became meal prep for the week because I had a Saturday morning ride. You know, uh. so. Yeah, I remember that transition. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I didn't go out Friday night, but I'd rather go to the ride in the morning. Saturday morning, yeah. fresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's a, man. It's, a, it's nice to clearly go out Friday, Saturday nights, but it does feel like a better reward to go do the, the bike ride in the, the, the morning. In, in my, Safer, my, right. healthier, yeah, healthy, yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah, especially with yeah. COVID at the time, it was, right, it was right, really yeah, a no-brainer. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that really made it that's that true. simple. Yeah. So yeah, the, the 2020 time for sure, yeah. 2021 as well. Still, so, yeah, last year. Um, so okay, um, so you start you start racing, showing up for races. Um, at, at any point, were you like following any kind of structured workout plan, or you just like just like I need to ride hard to to be better? Like when. Like, is there some kind of structured, like, workout plan that you're yes. following? Not, not the particulars, but, like, is there one that you were following at some point? For yes. Training? My so. rookie season, which was last year, um, mm-hmm. I didn't want to have anything less than 250 miles a week. Mm, okay. That was that was something that I said. I knew that was around 10 hours on the saddle. 10 to, not even, like, 12 to 16 hours on the saddle. Yeah. That's, yeah. 250? Yeah, sure. We'll, we'll, we'll call that the math, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, again, my trainer, Sly, I mean, he knew exactly what to do. Yeah. Um, started me off just, first of all, making sure that I was properly acclimated with my bike as far as my positioning, mm-hmm. my pedaling, because those are the most important dynamics. The only way that you're going to get your best ride is being completely set in on your bike. 
Mm-hmm. Once we got that down pack, we start pushing the miles up, um, going from just 20 miles a day to 25 miles. Then we start working on elevation. My mm-hmm. goal, because Clarence and mm-hmm. Wolfpack uh, was somebody that I shadowed. He's yeah. a climber. Okay. I wanted to be that. Okay. I wanted to be a climber. I knew there was people that could hold speed. I knew there was people that could sprint, mm-hmm. but I wanted to be a climber. So mm-hmm. the elevation was really important for me to incorporate in every ride. Yeah. I didn't want no flat rides. Yeah. And um, when you constantly keep doing that and yeah. eating right, mm-hmm. it's going to be progression. That's okay. just how it's going to be. Um, and I would like to say that. Just because my workout process was that much miles doesn't mean anybody else's does. It's always yeah. about your time and what you can do. Yeah. And the only person you're competing with is yourself. Right. So if you're able to just do 20 miles a week, consistently do your 20 miles. But you have to push yourself in order to get better because mm-hmm. if you just keep doing 20 miles, that's all you're going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're right. It does. It um, um like I said, it's unique to each person. I, I think like how they want to progress, that kind of thing, you know, and you found, you found what worked for you, you know, putting in those heavy miles. Cause clearly you had gains, you know, <laughs> you, had, you had gains. Um, so you're not still in that Fuji though, right? No. Okay. Oh man. So, um, so what was, what was the, what was the, what was the next thing? That happened? I treated myself, man. Um, okay. I, I was able to save my money. Um, unfortunately I had gotten to a car accident over the summer. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I budgeted my money and was able to get, I currently have a Trek Madone mm-hmm. um, carbon, a 54 mm-hmm. inch, mm-hmm. and that is my baby. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I put a lot of work into her, yeah, and um, yeah. I really use my Fuji more so for racing okay. and um, on the trainer. Okay. But on a regular day ride or just regular day training, I've been riding that Trek Madone, man, okay. and... Trek has made a great bike for me. Okay. Um, going back and forth to the Trek store, they're always welcoming. They're always supportive. You know, okay. the warranty is great. And I just love my Trek Madone. Her name is Donye. <laughs> the gift of speed. Look it up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, Trek store. Where's the Trek store? Closest one that I go to is Fredericksburg. Okay. They have one in... Virginia Beach. So I thought I thought it was over there. So it's Virginia Beach, Fredericksburg, Stafford, and DC. Those are the four closest Trek stores. Okay. Anytime I go to any one, I make a ride out of it. Okay. I'm not gonna just travel these places and not get miles. Okay. So okay. Yeah. Um. So you wore the Wolfpack kit. So that, that answers that one question I asked is like a, a favorite kit, but that's it seems like the, the Wolfpack kit is the one that you're you're wearing the most often. My but, rookie season, that was my favorite kit. Okay. Okay. My current favorite kits right now. Okay. Besides the Legion kits. Okay. Okay. I like Castelli. Okay. I don't know why? I just like I just like it. I like the Scorpion thing. It's, okay. It just really? works for me. Yeah, it just works for me. <laughs> um, it has it's some a lot of Castelli things have a lot of um I like logos. I've always yeah. been that growing yeah. up in New York. I like logos. So okay. you know, a lot of other brands don't really have much. They'll have lines or mm-hmm. It'll just be plain jerseys with like yeah. a couple letters, but Castelli, you know, they have bold letters on them and mm-hmm. big scorpion and yeah, I like it. It's just, it's, okay. Yeah, I like okay. it. Okay, but it fits well though. It's oh not yes. Okay. Okay. Oh god, um, I feel like a superhero when I put these things on. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I always feel like superheroes was sponsorship. That's 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 how I feel with with all the kit that we all have to wear mm-hmm. and the, the the logos and whatnot on there, man. Um, but okay, I'm glad you so so Caselli kits. Uh, I'm glad you found that they um, are fitting appropriate. They're not cheap. No, they're not cheap. Nothing in this in this cycle. Nothing in this cycling community mm-hmm. is cheap. Nothing. Brake pads. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All of there's there's always. There's always something extra you could you could spend some money on to either maintain or improve um, the riding experience. Absolutely. You know? um, so you you um, you wanted to be a better climber. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you get to test that out? When did you you get to say like, yeah, this like I I, I climbed this thing or like did you get it? Have you had a chance to really test that out? Yeah. Do some some big mountains that kind of thing or something. Yes. Uh, one of the OG riders of uh, Wolfpack, uh, a guy named Elvin. Okay. Um, Elvin, Kenny, um, young lady named J-Bell. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to say it was one more person I can't think of right now. Okay. But it was really, it was, uh, we went out there to Charlottesville. Okay. To the mountains. What is it? Mm-hmm. Shenandoah. Shenandoah area. Shenandoah yeah. area. Yeah, and um, yeah, I went out there. First of all, I've never been in an area like that. Okay coming from New York City. I've never been in that much open land in mountains. So mm-hmm. go, when we got to the top and I was able to look over, mm-hmm. had a real moment in my life yeah. where I seen the world differently. In Virginia, crazy to say, yeah. but just seeing in a mountain atmosphere um, was amazing. And um, climbing those mountains, man, I mean, was the most challenging thing I've ever done. Yeah, as far as physically, yeah, yeah. Um, because once you start, mm-hmm. you gotta go up. You, you gotta, gotta go up. up. Yeah. I mean, I, it was so hard. If you didn't pedal, you would fall to the side. You know, mm-hmm. that was how high the grade was, and um, I was unable to come off my small ring, and mm-hmm. I never got on my big ring. Mm-hmm. But I will say, once I finally got up, I think the hardest specific climb I've done is called Vesuvius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, that is a three mile climb with about four forty five hundred elevation. Mm-hmm. I completed it in thirty eight minutes, and from that point forward, my swag has completely changed. Yeah, um, the best part about the whole trip was when we went back down the hill. Okay, like we was able to descend. Yeah. That was my first time ever grabbing under the handlebars and actually learning why that's there. Yeah. And really learning how to turn the bike mm-hmm. correctly. Yeah. Um, before I would actually turn my handlebars. Okay. But if you're coming down mountains yeah. and you turn your handlebar, yeah. it's not going to be pretty. So I was taught to lean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lean my knee out on which side I'm trying to turn. And man, it was the rush. Yeah, it was a rush. I couldn't hear anything. Right, when is when is? Yeah, yeah, I was like tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had to turn before you get to the turn. You couldn't get to the turn and just start turning. You had to prepare to turn before the mm-hmm. turn. Yeah. So, I just loved it. But that was definitely one of the most challenging parts in my early career was that a vesuvius climb, man. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. During those. Um, during those those big mountain descents, I think you have to be much more aware of the road surface 
Whereas, you know, when you're approaching it and, you know, approaching anything at like 34 miles an hour, you know, a pebble that you might've just rolled over right now, is like, it's now a boulder. Um, but, uh, I think those roads probably, you know, you're probably on the parkway or somewhere one of the other roads. So like, um, those roads seem to be a bit smoother, but, uh, I'm glad you were able to enjoy the descent as opposed to be freaked out by it. Cause descending a mountain, you know, descending for miles, um, can be alarming for some folks. So I'm glad that you found it more enjoyable than, than threatening. And the whole thing is when I was going up the mountain, I was so done that unwillingly I was scanning the road. Cause my head is just down. Yeah, just yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> my head is just literally down. Yeah. Just trying to keep pedaling. So as you doing that, you're scanning the road as well. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. There's a little pebble there. Yeah. Or, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that is true. Yeah. <laughs> Keeping the head down. Um, well, good. I'm glad you got a chance to actually, uh, put that, that climbing ability to work, um, and actually get up a, get up a mountain somewhere. Um, and here's where I plug, uh, Stormy of Thunder Ridge. Um, and I don't know if you heard of this thing or, right. okay. Um, I don't know how Vesuvius, I don't know if I'm saying it right, compares, uh, but I, I want to plug, uh, the event Stormy of Thunder Ridge, which happens in Lynchburg, um, you know, huge event. A friend of mine, Paula Dahl, helps run that or runs that actually. Um, so I, I recommend that. That's May twenty first or twenty second. It's okay. a Sunday in May. Um, a lot of people go out there. There's a huge contingent of, of people from Richmond to go, and it's a um, a huge event in the area. Like people from around the area, you know, different states come out to this event. Um, Storming at Thunder Ridge, um, uh, but it is a climb. There is a uh, I'll, I can send you the route, but it's, uh, I'm going to mess up the numbers, but it's, I'm not sure how many feet, I think it's like 3,000, 3,700, uh, feet of climbing or something like that, um, of the mountain. It's like a 13 mile climb, um, at the six mile mark or so is a rest stop, like in the middle of the climb and you, wow. and, and you keep going. It's another like six <laughs> miles. <laughs> wow. Um, but, um, I think it's an average of somewhere between a five to a 6% grade. It never gets really steep. But it just doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't really undulate. It doesn't, you know, do this. Right. Um, there are a few overlooks, you know, that you can kind of stop it because it is, the climb is totally on the parkway. So the road is almost always like really smooth. Gotcha. Um, and then you descend, um, but the, and then you're still in Lynchburg. So you still have, you ridden in Lynchburg? No. Nope. Okay. Um, well, you rode in Charlottesville. Right. You rode in Charlottesville. Yes. Right. And which I assume Charlottesville was not flat anywhere. Right. Same thing with Lynchburg. It's hills to get there. The mountain and then more hills afterwards. Gotcha. So um, if you have an interest in climbing, Stormy of Thunder Ridge. Yeah, I enjoyed the climb we had a couple weeks ago too. Okay. Was, you, I think, was it, do you think we did have it oh, on, on, right. on the Zwift? Um, Alp the Zwift. Yes, Alp the Zwift. Um, Alp the Zwift is a great climb that I'd love to introduce to people along with um, the radio tower climb. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if you had a chance to do the radio tower. Okay, so. Um, Alp the Zwift, for anyone who's listening, is a uh, climb in this game, this uh, Zwift. Um, and Alp the Zwift, the name of this this particular uphill, this mountain, is a recreation, um, supposedly GPS accurate, of Alp de Juez, um, which I may also be saying wrong. <laughs> um, the other climb I'm talking about, uh, so the Epic KOM is mm-hmm. the first mountain you, you go up, the Epic right. KOM. And at the top of the Epic KOM, there's this little turn 
and it's called the radio tower climb because it takes you up to a radio tower mm-hmm. um and there's a few routes that don't take you up it but um it ends up doing the like 13 percent, but it's on gravel so i don't know if you've done the gravel roads in zwift it's a 13 percent climb on gravel that's tough. kind of thing right um and so i like introducing people to that one particularly when we're doing those with weekly rides and hear them say like, Oh shit, what, what, what <laughs> did we take a wrong turn kind of thing? Because it's, it's, it's not long, but it's brutal enough that like it wakes you up yes. like, after doing it. So, um, you know, that's the thing you can get to easily in an evening. You can do, you can get that one done. You can get up there and, and do it in like 45 minutes. So if you ever have an interest in challenging yourself with a climb, um, that's a, a good one. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll send you one of the routes that has it in there. Um, Great. But we mentioned Zwift, Alpha Zwift. Um, when did that happen? When did you feel like I should get a trainer and start riding indoors? Like, how did that, how did that happen? Oh, it got cold and I couldn't ride outside. <laughs> I was scratched. I was going crazy. Yeah. I started going crazy. Yeah. Um, I started going to Molly's bike shop mm-hmm. just to ride their train in the back. I yeah. would go to multiple different goals gyms just to do spin classes really oh wow yes, okay i was okay. dying <laughs> okay like to be introduced to something so new and so fun to right. just you the weather you. yes so i was like I, I called my dad and i just asked him like hey look we got to figure something out mm-hmm. um okay but yes once i was actually able to get it um yeah i abused it yeah um at first it was a little boring because i was by myself yeah um, you know, anytime you play in a game, you always want to interact with somebody, you know, right, right. but once I start adding people that I've been riding with and they start joining me, it just, it became like a regular ride kind of seeing yeah. them on the screen and mm-hmm. talking to them on the phone. And, yeah. Yeah. And I yeah. had to, I had to stay with it. I yeah. didn't want to, I, I always feel like if I don't keep doing something, I'm going to digress. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to like be working so hard to just lose things. Like for example, Anytime that I'm off the bike for three days or two days, which is rare. Yeah. Very, very rare that I'm off the bike for two or three days. But if so, it's like that first ride back is like, oh. It's a little, little rough. Yeah. yeah okay. And I don't like feeling that at all. I always like to feel sharp, ready for whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just me. So okay. I had to get it. Um, And you were using, were you using Discord to keep in touch with people? Yes, yes. Discord was definitely the best thing that I could think of. Okay. It allowed me to still be able to listen to my music if I wanted to, Mm -hmm. but I can still hear everybody that I'm riding with if we needed to stop or whatever. Yep. Um, uh, For anyone's listening, what he's talking about is that when he would ride on Zwift, so he's using his bike on a trainer, smart trainer, Mm -hmm. kicker? Yes. Okay. Core, snap, which one? Or just kick? A core, okay on his kicker core. So he's got his bike on this device. Um, he's riding on Zwift, basically like a video game controlled by your bike, mm-hmm. um, virtual training platform. And while riding, he's riding with other people, there's other people on the screen, but he's using an app uh, that we call, it's an app called Discord, and it's like a Zoom call. So you're able to call and talk to people while you're riding, so you can talk to other people while they're at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's free. Yep. And it was first introduced to me on the video game because if a lot of people that play video games, mm-hmm. when you want to sound, it's called sound horn and playing Call of Duty or something, you want to hear people's footsteps coming towards you. Mm-hmm. Discord will allow you to still be able to hear the person that you're playing with, but that you're able to lower their volume so that you can maximize still, still the, game the game volume. Ah, okay. So that's okay. how I was introduced to it. But it's mm-hmm. definitely a good app. And it's, again, it's free. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
for for a long time, Discord had you, I think it was a max of 50 people mm-hmm. could be on a call. But like during the pandemic, during 2020, they it's upped open. it to, to, yeah, to I think 100 or so mm-hmm. because they knew so many people were, were using, using it. it. Um, not related to cycling. What was the game you were playing that you were using Discord? Call of Duty. Really? Oh, okay. I'm, man, Call of Duty. Um, okay. I'm a huge gamer to this day. Yeah. Okay. Um, I love it, man. Uh, I okay. love the online shooting experience. It's just fun. So Call of Duty is always something that I've been playing. So Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm dating myself here. The last time I played, super dating myself here, um, the last time I played a shooter um, game on a console regularly was GoldenEye. Ooh, Nintendo 64? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that was a classic. Oh yeah, game. yeah, it was fantastic. It's a great game. Um, what I will do, uh, because I know you're you're a gamer and you like the shooter games, uh, I will let you try out the. Have you heard of Oculus? Mm-mm. You've not. Fantastic. Okay, um, it's getting sidetracked. My podcast, anyway. Um, it's a VR headset. Oh, uh, right. I've seen that. Yeah. So um, I wasn't a huge fan of shooter games, right? Because the last Goldeneye was the last one. Right, but when you play with the Oculus um, a VR headset, right, you have the two controllers in your hand, and so when you're holding a gun, you're holding, you know, you're you're like it's a trigger on the thing, right? Um, again, not advocating for violence. Anyone who hears this, gameplay, gameplay. Um, but um, it's another experience when you have the headset on, and you know, normally you play the game, you see the TV, but when you have the headset on. And you want to, there's somebody over here, you turn, you physically turn your body oh, that's... and you look over, you, you go over, you look, you look down and you can see the depth perception like it because there's like two lenses. There. Yeah. You can tell, oh, I can tell how far that person is away. Right. You can pick up the depth perception. Um, and so when you're playing the shooting games where you can hear people and they can hear you, right. It changes that perspective because you're moving or you use a controller to move around. But anyway. Nerdy moment, Akis. I'll let you give that Gotta a whirl. Try it. Um, yeah, but it is a another thing when you have to like kind of point the you know your hands into like a good them. workout yeah. too. It is. It is. You can make a you can get a serious workout. The shooting game it's it's definitely a bit more it's definitely more workout than sitting on the couch. Um, there's other games you can get a serious sweat. Like there's there are definitely physical fitness games. Anyway, sidetracked. Oculus, I'll let you try that out. All right. Um, but I thought I wanted to know because, you know, many people did not know about Discord prior to, right? Yeah. You know, so, so you know, either the, the Zwift thing, somehow they got through this. Either way, glad you were able to um, take the indoor training um, and, um, you know, keep it, keep motivated with right. that kind of thing. Um, do you chamois cream? I haven't. Really? Okay, that's the if I'm, that's the purple and yellow uh, bottle, right? It's it, yes, it, but it's yes, right? It's the chamois butter, but yeah, you know it's multiple brands of it kind of thing. Never but did. if you if you bless your heart that you've not needed to, just yeah, I haven't. I, okay. I thank God I have. I've yeah. never used it. Awesome. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. You know, I I know some people who have. I met a guy a couple weeks ago that doesn't even ride with. The padded shorts. That's the problem. Yeah. That's a huge problem. Yeah. 
That's a huge problem. What riding with without, no padded shorts? Yeah, I, I don't I don't know what his ass is made of. He's <laughs> riding without them. But like he said, yeah, like chamois free ride. Like so, I wanted to interview him at some point. But he said, yeah, he's been riding. I thought he meant just like without the chamois frame, but he means without the pad. Yeah, I man, he's a he's a trooper, man. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't. It's, I wouldn't even think yeah. about it. I would not want to ride without my bib at this point. Did you start riding with with uh with that? Okay, you, no, you but were... I didn't ride nowhere near the miles that I ride. Okay, okay, um, okay. Nowhere the power that I was using. Yeah. So I will say, if you're going out here for a joy ride and a social ride, absolutely, you sure, don't need you can get away with it. Yeah, yeah, you can get away. You're gonna be yeah. on and off the bike, not a problem. But if you are going to be doing miles, mm-hmm. your body deserves a little protection from that bit. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, so, um, you've been using Zwift, um, using that to kind of, you know, bridge the gap, you know, particularly the cold days. Right. Um, but you still clearly prefer the riding outdoors. Like Absolutely. Hands down, right? okay. Um, we still have to get you a Zwift race. Um, get, get one of those. Sorry. That didn't work out the one time. Yeah. Um, you know, but we have to get you a Zwift race. Um, and if you feel the bite, um, strong enough, um, Maybe we include you on uh, Team Creed next next January when we probably do another another season. Okay. Um, we can always use more people on the team. You Great know, to, to do a race or two or you know or all of them, this kind of thing. Um, what devices do you have on your bike? Do you have you got just you got the bike? Well, like what do you cadence sensor, speed sensor, computer? No. Okay, uh, just believe it or not, just purchased my first heart monitor. Oh really? Okay. <laughs> Just now, after you're purchasing my first heart monitor, but that's literally all I have on there is the the cadence uh, sensor, the speed sensor, and my computer. What heart monitor did you go with? Uh, Garmin. The Garmin one? Got a okay. Garmin one. Okay. Yeah, it was on sale. Um, now that you have a how long have you had the heart rate monitor? I got it yesterday. Oh, oh, it's brand spanking new. I okay. haven't used it my okay. entire cycling career, but okay. I, it is important that I know where my heart rate is. Yeah. I yeah. don't know why I didn't think that. I don't know why. Um, and you don't, that's, I see you have a watch. It's not like a fitness tracker watch. It's a regular watch. Okay. It's, it's a Galaxy, but I never used it actually to monitor my heart. For whatever reason, even like all through my, you know, a couple of people were asking me, like, hey man, you got a heart monitor? I said, no, no, they make, you need to get one. You need to get one. You need to get one. I needed to get one. Yeah. If it's in the case of training, right? Yes. And, and trying to monitor your progression, then yes, seeing a, clearly you don't need one to pedal. But like to, to see your progression to, to to understand like how you're doing or see like I'm redlining I should I can slow recover down cover here yeah. how long mm-hmm. it takes to get back here yes I'm, I'm putting out too much right now my heart is like yes. is doing too much right now that the heart rate monitor well and also um, I'm not sure how you feel about Strava or whatever apps you use and it's calorie counts but that becomes more accurate when you have a heart rate monitor gotcha a heart rate monitor and I think a power meter feeds into that but like I know the heart rate monitor feeds into it more because Clearly, it's going to assume you. It's going to calculate you burn more calories if your heart rate was vastly higher in a ride. Right. But until it has that, it kind of estimates your calorie burn, kind of thing. Something I always do, always have on my bike too. I almost forgot is my GoPro. Oh, okay. I always yeah, have yeah. my GoPro. Yeah. Always recording what I'm going. Through. Always, yeah. always got my GoPro. So I definitely nice. had to make sure I say um, that too. And I, I'm fairly certain I've seen some of the the videos that are, that have come out of that man. Thank you. Um, where do you have the GoPro mounted? 
either I have it under my handlebar. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm riding with somebody, sometimes I can have it in the back of my seat. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes if I'm in a race, I'll have it on my chest. Into the chest mount, yeah. Uh, I may have it on my helmet mount. Okay. Um, I use it for everything. I mean, I went uh, snowboarding real quickly, and I had the mouthpiece. Okay. So that I can, you know. Right, yeah, if we're paying around. Yeah, man, I, I love it, man. I love it. Um. So in case you ever do... Because you're, if you're okay with the helmet mount, um, and it's a thing to think about, right? Because getting like cool video, um, Insta360 makes a 360 degree camera. Um, I got the GoPro Max. Oh, re- okay. Got, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. And you're the, covered. The one that. Sh- yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just learning now how to not have the stick in it. Oh, right. The, yeah. To get the yeah, magic. Yeah. The right. stick out of it. Yeah. And it is. It's tough. Yeah, I haven't put anything out yet. I didn't yeah. even let anybody know, but yeah. yeah, I have the Max, and um, I'm working on a new video. Okay, so stay tuned. Okay, yeah, um, yeah, I've um, uh, I have I've only taken like one or I've done two videos with the thing, um, and put one of them on YouTube, but it's um, so you do the 360 degree. You have you've seen the videos on yeah. YouTube, right? You can like pan around and see the whole thing. Yes, um, the other. Super nerdy. The other cool thing about having the VR headset, right, is that I can watch those videos instead of having to click. Like I can just turn, I can just look around because it's like it's the headset's in. Like it's a YouTube VR, wow. and so you can just like look around and you would see how it looked in three sixty. Like you in the Matrix and you, you can just, just right. You just looking around. Yep, that yeah. is awesome. Um, that gave you know, me one, goosebumps. Yeah, one of the other cool features about <laughs> the thing. Um, but um, yes, that's very cool. I've also done the GoPro. Do you have a, a mount position that you prefer over them? No, I just want to make sure that I get what's in front of me. You know, I don't want to get the helmet on it. Yeah. Um, the chest mount, you know, I want to get it right above the handlebar to give it mm-hmm. that kind of in-between my arms right. look. Yeah. Um, if I'm doing like a city ride or just a group ride around the area, I'll put it under my handlebar so that it's just there so it just yeah. gets everything. I can yeah. just hit it on and off. Yeah, different views, different reasons. You know, some of my, some of my teammates may want to get me to record them and I may not want to hold, so I'll just put it on the back of my seat and stay, right. I'll just pull. Right. And, and whatever you, you do, the, yeah. That's what you, okay, okay. Um, you mentioned that first century ride and um, you had, was it M&Ms and Pop-Tarts and, and stuff like that? Nothing healthy. Okay. Nothing that we as cyclists eat during our rides. Nothing. You know, chips, Peps, I had a Sprite. I had a Sprite. <laughs> I had a Sprite in my bag. I had almost half a gallon of water just in my backpack and a little pouch so I could have in my straw. Yeah. yeah. You know, know you learn if you yeah. didn't if you didn't come from, you know, like the endurance sport background, right? Then those are things that you you wouldn't immediately think like I should be like eating certain things, but but. I assume you're not eating pop tarts when you're riding now. No. Um, um, so what do you what do you like? To, what are your snacks that you try to take on a ride? Say you're doing like a, you know, you're doing the the um, the West Creek training ride. Like, what do you take with you on there? Like, what's West your Creek nutrition? training so much? It goes so fast; it don't really be time to eat. Okay. But if I'm doing a regular ride and I just have snacks, I, I love the bananas. I love bananas. Okay. Um, Snickers. Oh, really? Okay. Snickers have peanuts in them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. A lot of people eat a lot of these granola bars and other things. For me, they're kind of like thick. Okay. And it's hard for me to chew quickly. Okay. Rather than a Snicker, it's still, you know, a lot of calories really quick. It's yeah. easy to chew with water. Mm-hmm. Um, 
those are honestly the only two things that I really be having. I, I recently started the little packets that have like it's vanilla and um, I forgot the brand. The the you talking about the gels? Yes. And oh, you just, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've been eating some of the gels too. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of them are pretty good. Mm-hmm. I don't really like caffeine. I'm not a coffee guy at all, so okay. I don't eat a lot of them. Okay. Um, but definitely Snickers and bananas. Okay. The gels are just supposed to be. I mean. There's clearly a little bit of calories there because mm-hmm. um, there's a little substance there, but it is a, supposed to be a boost of energy. And depending on the gel and what's in there, you know, depends on like not not when you'd expect the boost of energy, but like when it would kick in kind mm-hmm. of thing. You know, it's not like I'm going to take a gel and like two seconds later. No, but it's, you know, it's some some minutes after. Correct. Like then you get that 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 uh, the carbohydrate boost kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, um, and you, you couldn't recall your brand of, of gels. You can no, I can't. Okay. And a lot of water. A lot I drink of water. a lot. I drink a lot of water. Okay, a lot. I so mean, you, you stick with water, no hydration mix or anything like that, or just straight water. The colder, the better. Okay. Um, sometime okay. depending on the ride, I might get a Gatorade, some okay. electrolytes. Okay. But I just love water in general. Okay. So a lot of water, maybe three to four bottles of water every ride, just because, because I'm sweating a lot. Okay. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Um. How long did it take you to dial that in? Like, how long did it take you to get to <laughs> no longer taking Pop-Tarts? Like, when did somebody give you that info, or did you, like, slowly move to, like, this is the stuff that I should should be? Like, how, how did that happen? Sly, my trainer. So, okay. And um, I had a, I was frustrated uh, when uh, one ride, where, where, where was it at? Um, New York. It was in New York. Okay. Did a ride with this group in New York in Central Park. Major Taylor's. There we go. Mm-hmm. I rode with the Major Taylor Iron Fist of New York okay. in Central Park. And this was after, you know, I've been climbing. I've been working hard, riding with these groups. And I went out there, dropped. Mm-hmm. Got dropped. I'm not one of the people in this world. I don't really get upset getting dropped. Yeah. I don't. Um, I still feel like I'm just new to the sport. Mm-hmm. So I'm... I still feel to give myself a little leeway. But when I got back to my trainer, I'm like, yo, I don't want to be dropped no more. <laughs> Straight up. I don't want to be dropped no more. I want to be able to ride with whoever yeah. as long as they're not professionals. Yeah. And he told me the number one thing that I have to change is my eating habits. Yeah. Um, at that time, you know, I was still drinking a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, just eating yeah. out, going to sports bars, eating all the bar food. and Yeah. It was literally the negative of what I was trying to do. Okay. It's like I would go out and ride and do a ride and burn 2,500 calories. Mm-hmm. And then that night I would go get uh, some honey barbecue wings or some wonton tacos, mm-hmm. two frozen daiquiris, yeah. a double shot of Hennessy. Yeah. So the whole time that I just did all this work on this bike, yeah, I just defeated it by going out that night. So it was yeah. like, what are you doing? Yeah. So I just looked at it like, okay, if I'm going to burn these fat calories, yeah. I need to put on muscle calories. Yeah. So after my rise, it was important to me to start having like grilled chicken, mm-hmm. you know, just good food. I, a lot of fruit bowls. Okay. A lot of fruit bowls. I substituted my Edelman donuts for cherries. Okay. I love cherries. It's a lot more expensive than the Edelman's. <laughs> but uh, right. yeah, 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 but but the still, still tasty, yeah, yeah, very uh-huh. important with the eating and um, being physical. 
Right. Also, I don't think that struggle really ever goes away because it's not like you forget how the stuff tastes. Like, absolutely, absolutely. Um, but that's again, congratulations on making the better food choices. <laughs> um, that Sly was able to to give you that 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 knowledge. Um, you know, because I think we we all learn that in different ways. Like, oh, I should probably not be like, you know, drinking a beer. Well, I would say drinking a beer because people do that all the time. But like mm-hmm. eating a burger like while pedaling or something like that. Like, yeah, I think we all figure that out at some point, those who ride regularly, but I think it comes in different ways. In this case, like someone kind of hand fed that, like, like you should eat better kind of thing. I was the guy that like, I noticed that in the cycling community is built around a lot of breweries mm-hmm. and a, after a lot of rides, mm-hmm. a lot of, of my teammates and a lot of just riders in general yeah. go to drink. Yeah. And I was always the guy that never went. I'll go to Tropical Smoothie after. Mm-hmm. I would go get hibachi after. Yeah. That's I would go home to my frozen Gatorades after. Yeah. But I was just not I was just so focused into just becoming strong because I felt so behind yeah. with everybody that was around me. Everybody been in it for like three, four, five, ten years. Yeah. I've only been in it for like months. So I'm like, <laughs> man, I'm just trying to get strong. Yeah. That will come as you ride more. Um, the as you know now, like how to put this: when you first started, the fall off from not being on the bike for a week or two weeks or something like that was, you know, was was much more, was much steeper. But like now, you know, you're two years into this, right? Being off the bike for like three, four days, which I know you don't want to do, the fall off will not be as much, and that will be in the right. future. It will be not as much kind of thing. Um, you know, that, that fall off. Cause you will have baked, I, my opinion will bake more of that fitness into, you know, the riding, the cycling kind of thing. Um, you'll be just ready to race at all points of time. Um, damn, the other question I would ask and like, I can't, I can't ask you, but it doesn't matter. Cause you started during the pandemic, you know, with other people that rode for 10 years and then had the, like you started the pandemic. This is the, this is riding, you know, um, um, you definitely taking your bike on vacations. I don't go in. You my bike, bike is, right? yeah, bike I, I don't go anywhere without my bike. I, during the day, yeah, yeah, I don't care what weather it is. I don't yeah. even if I'm not riding. Yeah, I'm still got my bike with me. Like <laughs> you need, yeah, just to see. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. just so I, when I look at my rear view, it's like, oh, okay, that's it's that's like, how yeah. deep it is. Yeah, deep. Okay, it is deep, man. I okay. I am in love. Not love. Yeah. I am in love mm-hmm. with this sport. I, like I said, I found love with this sport than someone, and mm-hmm. I'm never letting her go. I'm okay. never letting this sport go, ever. Anybody that, any fish that want to swim with me has <laughs> to know that David Beach comes with his bike as well. You have to understand that. You know, of of habits to have, right? That's... That's is proven to be one of the better habits for someone to have, kind of thing. You know, the you're out biking because there's a whole lot of other hobbies we could be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, taking up that same amount of time that would not be as beneficial, you know, as as the the biking as we do. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your earliest memory of riding a bike? Oh man, this scar that I have on my leg. Okay, Prospect Park. Okay, um, Prospect Park is in Flatbush, Brooklyn, New York. It okay. is a mini Central Park. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, we used to go in there all the time. At this oh. time, we had BMX bikes. This is mm-hmm. when I used to 
be into like you know Tony Hawk and mm-hmm. Dave like just different so we had BMX bikes and what we used to do is take a piece of cardboard mm-hmm. and cut it and put it in the back and ride as hard as we can to sound like we was on motorcycles mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. we had uh pegs which was mm-hmm. these uh aluminum things that screwed to the back and the front where mm-hmm. we would have somebody either on the Let's front or on the, the back yep and um Shoot, even if you ain't have it, we'll jump on the handlebars just to yeah. get to wherever we trying to go. Cause we wasn't road riding, we was just riding in the city. Yeah. Uh, most of what we do in New York is well then was yeah. willying. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of people see you know guys willying in and out of traffic through yeah. the bu- yeah through the bus. That was what we did. Yeah. Um. So those are my early experiences, and um, I got into an accident. I was on a my godbrother David um, was riding me because he was trying to go somewhere and he was going downhill in Prospect Park and I'm on the handlebars okay. and he's flying down this hill and I just got scared and jumped off and he just rolled over me. <laughs> I can't make this up. I can't make this up. So my lip was like busted for like two months and then I have this scar to this day on my leg yeah. and that was the earliest experience that I can think of with biking at all. Those days of just coming outside with two, three of your friends and everybody got their cardboard and we hold a bike up and spin it. <laughs> Willie in, like trying to be like these motorcyclists. I love this sport so much, Trey. Yeah. And I love cycling so much. I don't even want a motorcycle anymore. Really? I don't need that much speed. Okay. Yeah, I think going down a hill 50 miles per hour is yeah. enough speed for me. Okay. Because I was set on getting a motorcycle before I got the road bike. And then when I got the Fuji, I said, I'm not getting another road bike. I'm not buying no more shoes. I'm not <laughs> buying these helmets. And I, I saved my money to get uh, a, a Kawasaki R1. Uh, looked around for it, found a good price for it. Okay. And the day before I went to get it, I found that Trek bike and... I'm not looking back, I'm not looking to get a motorcycle ever. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. I was going to say, like, I think cycling is the safer speed. Right. It seems that way. Absolutely. Um, who taught you how to ride a bike? My dad. Okay. My dad taught me how to ride a bike. I thank God for that. Okay. I thank God that I was able to be a father and teach my son how to ride his current bike. Awesome. Um, but my dad taught me pretty much everything. He definitely taught me how to ride a bike. I remember he took I remember he took the training wheels off. It was one he left on. Yeah. Cause I was rocking to the side. Yeah. And then he just took it off. And then I remember him holding me mm-hmm. on the back, like, I got you, I got you, I got you. And he kept fading. Mm-hmm. And then once I looked back, I fell. Yeah. But after that, yeah. I was set. After okay. that, I was set because I, I was kept thinking he was there until I stopped hearing him saying, "I got your back, I got your back," and then I looked back. Yeah, and I, he, yeah, and then you fell. Yeah, that's how I learned. Lesson, <laughs> lesson, yeah, lesson learned there. Um, how old's your son? My son is ten years old, going okay. on twenty-one. <laughs> <laughs> he is, um, um, he is my everything, man. Okay. Um, uh, can't wait for this summer for us to do some more bike rides, uh, but um. I'm glad you were able to, uh, to to share that with your with your son, man. And um, you know, as I, as I hear of other people who um, who have kids and then they ride, you know, the the adult rides, right? The um, the barrier for your kid to 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 make positive choices to 
um, to be more active, which is healthier, right, has now been lowered by you making those healthier choices, right? You making, um, you know, control of the things you eat, um, you know, being more active, like the chances that your son will then make also those positive choices, like is, is far better because you are, you are making them. Right. And he probably won't have to think as much about potentially making that choice because he's already, oh, dad was already doing it. Right. right. Um, conversely, the same thing happens when we make those negative choices, right? Absolutely. It's far easier for a kid to then say, well, dad's drinking all the time. Like, it must be easy for me, right? Mm-hmm. So so you making those positive choices um, in your life, the food, um, the riding, being motivated, being with others, building a community. Your son will see that, and, and it will be easier for him to then do those himself. So, um, yes. you know, uh, I, I wish him well. Thank you. Know, you. And, and, and you as well, being, being his dad. Thank you. Um, when you're out and you're not riding, when you're doing grocery shopping, yard work, whatever, right? And you see another group pass by. Oh, seven, six cyclists ride let's by. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Like if I knew them, yeah. I don't even know these people. Yeah. yeah. Good work, bro. You know, I'm always encouraging. Okay. That's that energy that you just felt is exactly what it is. Like if I'm a, if I'm driving. And I see somebody on the side. I won't pull up next to them because, you know, you're going to scare. Yeah, yeah. Right. But I'll get in front of you. Mm -hmm. You'll see my bike. So you know I'm a cyclist. And if you hear me honking, you know I'm honking. Usually I get a wave or... Yeah, yeah. That's another reason why I keep my bike. Because I'm always trying to network and find Mm -hmm. somebody else to ride. When the only way they're going to know you know how to ride or know how you ride. Because you can have a rack. They might be like, oh, he mountain bike. or. But if they see that road bike... Yeah, yeah. If they yeah, see yeah. Donye, yeah, they know. <laughs> well, that's David Beach. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm always encouraging on any cyclist any day, um, and I always try to catch them to try to get their Strava. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, I'm I'm big on that. I'll I'll okay. be anywhere, and I'll be like, hey, hey, what's your name? Yeah, yeah. And I'll add you immediately. Um, I just sent you. Um, to the Facebook, the the link to the to the Stormy Thunder Ridge route. Okay, got so it. If you went to peruse that, that's it's a there's a seventy there's like a forty five a seventy five and a hundred. I think there's a thirty five. Eight thousand nine hundred and forty three feet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eight thousand and nine hundred and forty three <laughs> feet. That's the that's the that's the hundred mile option. There is a seven thousand, which is uh, I'm mean, sorry, uh, seventy five mile, which is sixty eight hundred feet. He sent me the. Not hundred is a hundred and one point five miles. So that's that's what he sent me. Yeah, that's what you're, we going there's for. There's a seventy five. Either, either way, the I think the thing is to if you do the event to get the mountain in. Yeah, right? and the seventy five will do that. The hundred just gives you more of the the less awesome Lynchburg because you just get more little mountain little little hills, right? That adds you know another thousand or whatever the the additional feet of mountain. You know, yep. Just letting you know. May 21st or 22nd yep. is that event. It's a Sunday in Lynchburg. Um, you know, so just letting you know. Kind of gotcha. Um, memorable events, like not just rides. Like I've, I know you've done some events. Like what's a, what's a, what's a few memorable events that you've actually went to for whatever reason? Um, memorable events, uh, the Wolfpack mashup. Okay. That was my first real mashup. Okay. Um, we had, all these strong race teams um, came out and was very supportive. And um, we created this route um, out in Verona, Charles mm-hmm. City area, regular route. And um, 
it was intense. Mm -hmm. It was fast the whole way. I learned about positioning during that ride. Like mm -hmm. uh, this one race group, you know, they, they kept their line so tight. You were not getting in unless they wanted you to get in. Mm -hmm. Didn't even know about that. Like, yeah. I'm, <laughs> um, but it was very memorable um, just because I've never seen that much brothers and sisters at an event. I've yeah. never yeah. seen yeah. that much people um, at an event. So that was probably one of my first memorable um, events. Okay. The Wolfpack mashup. Okay. All right. Um, Event that I'm looking forward to this year. Okay. I would like to say is the One Love Ride okay. in Atlanta. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, last year, um, that time I got into my first car accident. Yeah. So I had to prioritize. Mm -hmm. I couldn't make it. Yeah. But I seen a beautiful event. No mm -hmm. violence. Yeah. No issues. It just was smiles, laugh, beautiful woman. Strong brothers, yeah. beautiful bikes, beautiful kids. I definitely can't wait for that event this year. Okay, I can't wait. In Atlanta, is that? I, I know it's in Atlanta, but I can't remember what time. For some reason, I can't remember that's May or September. I can't I remember. say September. Okay, no, I wanted this last year was August. I know it was August last year. They so might have between August day. and September. Okay, I know that for sure. That's when I was uh, not mobile at the time. Okay. Uh, I haven't just gonna look right real quick. Uh, MACC One Love Ride, um, September third, twenty twenty two. Great, September third. I'll be there. Anybody that'll be at One Love, David Beach will be at One Love September third this year. Okay, okay. Yep. Well, David, um, I mean, I want to thank you for your time, man, and and sharing your story. Um, you getting on the bike. And, and, and rolling up on Andre, you know? Um, <laughs> Yad Mandre, Wagwan. <laughs> um, you know, and 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 sharing, you know, meeting with the wolf pack and, and riding um, and you getting motivated. Um, quick turnaround time with the going from biking to crushing your first century. Yes. Um, you know, I, I, I appreciate your, you sharing your story, man. I appreciate you giving me this platform to share my story, Trey. I appreciate every ride invite. Yeah. All information you share. Um, from the first time I met you with Robert, man, you've always just been fun to ride with. Like, <laughs> if nobody has rolled with this man, you need to ride with Trey, man. Trey will make your ride a lot easier. You just it's just something you have to do. Um, you. But you're always welcoming, man, and I appreciate yeah. you letting me share my story on your platform. You're welcome, man. You're welcome. It's been, it's been a pleasure. No problem.